everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXP and today is the 3rd of August 2023 and unfortunately guys, the global cryptocurrency market is not looking good. As a matter of fact, a lot of the cryptocurrencies including Bitcoin are definitely looking red and we'll go ahead and discuss why that has happened because look guys, there's this massive rumor circulating right now that Binance might be in some deep trouble and the US Department of Justice are possibly considering fraudulent charges. Now this part of time it is unclear if this is rumor or legitimate news because what happened is that there is one online publication called a semaphore. They have actually gone ahead and published this news and as I often say guys, mainstream media picks up this news, they tend to add their own narratives and surprisingly guys because of that, the price of Bitcoin has gone down as well. So we'll definitely go ahead and discuss that in today's episode and along with that guys, we are going to be discussing a massive news and that is to do with Litecoin and looks like Litecoin has successfully completed its third block reward halving and some of you guys might know that Litecoin is often considered kind of like a younger version of Bitcoin and essentially guys a lot of the changes that eventually take place in Bitcoin is often tested in Litecoin. So we'll go ahead and discuss that in today's episode and we also have some positive news regarding Amazon Prime and looks like they are giving out free NFTs as well. So if you're into gaming you definitely need to check it out and guys we also have some collaboration and this is a positive collaboration in the world of Web 3.0 and this collaboration is between Consensus and Cointelegraph. So absolutely powerful and massive news and look guys if you're a startup or someone who's trying to build things definitely pay attention to this news because they have an accelerator program and I'm pretty much sure you'll be benefited by it and guys like we do in every Crypto Coffee podcast I'm going to be discussing two news from Dubai UAE and the Middle East now both the news this time guys is regarding events that I'm conducting at Blockchain DXV and what I tend to do is I tend to conduct these sessions every month just so that people are educated on different aspects of Bitcoin, Blockchain and even Metaverse. Now the first event that actually takes place is on the 31st of August and it has more to do with Metaverse. So the event is called as Metaverse, the Hype, Reality and New World Order. So in today's episode I'll go ahead and give our explanation on what is it that you can expect at this event and mind you guys this session is completely free of cost. You can register it via the link in the show notes below or you can also go to eventbrite.com and just search for blockchain DXP. Now on the 31st of August guys, I do have another event called a Special R Analysis and to be honest this is if not one of my favorite events and Special R Analysis essentially stands for Political, Economical, Social, Technological, Legal, environmental and religious analysis on Bitcoin. Now what I also plan to do is I plan to do Pestelar analysis on let's say Metaverse, maybe stable coins and you can do Pestelar analysis on pretty much every other protocol or any other industry as well. And if you've done your masters or MBA, I'm pretty much sure you know what Pestelar analysis stands for. So quite a lot of cover cars in today's episode. So let's kick start with it right away. Welcome to the Crypto and Coffee at 8. The daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto & Coffee at 8 has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. 
will bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us from the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies we'll cover it all on crypto and coffee at 8 so tune in and join us for a daily dose of crypto and coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together we'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape in crypto and coffee at 8 the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency blockchain and the metaverse we'll also bring you updates on the latest news from dubai UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry, including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates, and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events, and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE, and Middle East crypto and blockchain community coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kick start today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Shalu Group, a luxury retail and distributor which is headquartered in Dubai, are getting into the NFT game. And here's the deal guys, they are not just getting into the NFT and metaverse space, they are going to be shaping the NFT metaverse and Web 3.0 space which I believe is excellent not just for Dubai and UAE but also for the global cryptocurrency community as well. And guys, Charlotte Group's Web 3.0 sneaker brand called Soulmates revealed their first NFT collection on the 12th of April. Now what is really interesting is that it's called as Soulmates so it's spelled as S for Sugar, O for Orange, L for Larry. Now instead of E, they have replaced it with Web3 and it is the number 3 mates.xyz. And guys listen, Charlotte Group has over half a century's worth of experience in luxury goods and then getting into the NFT space is a massive deal. Now if you're a sneakerhead, you definitely need to check out soulmates.xyz. And once again guys, the number is 3 instead of an E. It has all the information and in the show notes below, you'll get all the information. And listen guys, if you want to be an early adopter, you can also pre-mint it at www.premint.xyz forward slash soulmates. So definitely check it out and they have a Discord community as well. And guys, Nick, who is the head of corporate innovation at Charlotte Group and also the co-founder of Soulmates, has a WhatsApp group where he constantly provides updates in the area of NFTs, Metaverse and Web 3.0. So guys, check out soulmates.xyz and be part of the Soulmates OG NFT that is definitely going to shape the industry. Next, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys, listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Pace Podcast. So check out The Race Pace Podcast across all leading platforms. And The Race Pace Podcast 
is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from sandstorm to Spartan race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge, and also the Government Gulf Games, and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get inside scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen, guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing. Go to Spotify. Go to iTunes. Go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. And finally, guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. In today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you've taken care of that, let's kickstart by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. Now unfortunately guys, because of the rumor of the US Department of Justice planning to go against Binance or maybe file charges against Binance, this has definitely created a negative sentiment, particularly in the browser Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies as well. And the global cryptocurrency market is actually down to 1.17 trillion dollars. It's going to be really interesting and critical to see as in when we get more clarity regarding the actions of US Department of Justice, keeping in mind Binance. Now, since the last 24 hours, the global cryptocurrency market is down by 2.17%. The total cryptocurrency market volume over the last 24 hours is also down by 13.60%, and it is currently only at $36.02 billion. And mind you guys, when Bitcoin was at its all-time high, the total cryptocurrency market volume it used to hover somewhere between the 80 to 120 billion dollar range and that used to be an average 24 hour volume and it's needless to say that the volume of stable coins used to definitely be much higher as well now before we get into stable coins let's quickly run through some of the matrix so far as DeFi is concerned because unfortunately guys the volume of DeFi is not looking good at all it is only down to 3.09 billion dollars and DeFi accounts for 8.57 percent of the total crypto market 24 hour volume and look guys, I've been saying this over and over again, in order for cryptocurrency to go mainstream, DeFi ideally should account for let's say 30-40%, to 40%, maybe even 60% of the total crypto market volume. Unfortunately, that is not happening. It's only when DeFi volume picks up pace, we can confidently say that DeFi has gone mainstream. Now granted guys, because of the decentralized nature, because of the distributed nature of cryptocurrencies and blockchain protocol, customer service becomes an issue user experience becomes an issue and I very specifically remember Unisop actually did a survey where they actually asked users what is the main reason why people are not using Unisop and the user experience was definitely one of them. Now so far as the total value locked is concerned guys, as of today 3rd of August it is only at 40.11 billion dollars and once DeFi gets mainstream, 
this total value lock should be somewhere between the 200 to maybe 300 billion dollar range when will that thing happen to be honest guys i really really am not sure but so far as the total value locked is concerned lido's dominance is 14.79 percent and today's matrix guys what i'm really pleased to see is the decentralized exchange to centralize exchange dominance and this is currently at 17.32 percent and guys listen once DeFi goes mainstream this decentralized exchange to centralized exchange dominance should hardly be between the 40 percent maybe even 60 or 80 percent if imagine having decentralized exchanges dominance that'll be absolutely beautiful wouldn't it i'm really hoping that we do actually achieve that matrix probably in the next decade now so far as the 24-hour volume is concerned guys uniswap is clearly leading the pack and the volume is 1.01 billion dollars core finance is looking ridiculously strong as well and its volume is 415.12 million dollars now listen guys if you do want to find out any update regarding core finance laura shin what she usually does is she gets experts in the field and they actually break down what that exploit is i haven't checked to be honest if she has released any episodes but go to youtube or go to any of the podcasting channel and subscribe to laura shin's unchained podcast she often provides powerful and critical information and detailed explanation regarding exploits and i'm pretty much sure she'll go ahead and release an episode discussing the exploit and core finance now the number third protocol so far as the 24-hour volume is concerned is PancakeSwap and its volume is $347.86 million. Maverick Protocol is number fourth at $199.62 million. And finally, guys, Dodo at $108.44 million. Now let's quickly run through the volume of stablecoins. And unfortunately, guys, stablecoins is accounting for 94.05% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. Definitely, definitely not ideal. And listen to this, guys. The total cryptocurrency market volume is $36.02 billion and out of that stablecoins accounts for $33.88 billion and out of this $33.88 billion, Tether USDT accounts for $24.75 billion, Circle USDC accounts for $3.72 billion but the scariest metric guys is that of Binance BUSD's market cap, it is down to $3.5 billion and I'm pretty much sure as in when the news regarding the US Department of Justice planning to have charges against CZ and Binance would have a massive impact on the market cap of Binance BUSD. I wouldn't be surprised to be honest guys if Binance BUSD's market cap does actually go below the $3 billion mark and at one point of time Binance BUSD's market cap was holding somewhere around the $16 billion mark. So definitely scary matrix and scary to be honest for Binance BUSD. So far as the 24-hour volume is concerned, it is at $1.70 billion. Now let's quickly look at the market cap. 24-hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Now, if you look at the 24-hour volume of Bitcoin, guys, it has definitely gone up, but the prices have gone down, which just means one thing, that people are actually going ahead and selling their Bitcoin. And if you look at the stablecoin volumes, that is ridiculously low as well, which just means that people are actually selling their Bitcoin and getting it converted into fiat currency. So definitely not a good matrix. Now, so far as the market cap is concerned, Bitcoin's market cap is $567 billion. Ethereum is at $223 million and the 24-hour trading volume of Bitcoin gas is $17.4 billion whereas Ethereum is $6.02 billion and surprisingly guys the dominance of Bitcoin and Ethereum has been relatively consistent. Bitcoin's dominance is at 48.50% whereas Ethereum is 19.10%. Now guys what I'm going to be doing next is I'm going to be looking at decentralized application 
that are currently working only on Binance BNB chain and the number one protocol guys is Pancakesoft version 3 and if you look at the volume so far as the dollar amount is concerned it is 210.37 million dollars now mind you guys i'm only looking at the fiat value of incoming token transfers from unique active wallets to decentralized app smart contract over a period of time and to be honest guys when i mention over a period of time i'm pretty much sure what DeFi llama is referring to is the 24-hour period and one matrix guys which i particularly like about binance bnb chain is actually the number of users or the number of active wallets interacting or performing transactions with decentralized app smart contract over a period of time and as i mentioned most likely that is 24 hours so for pancake shop guys that is roughly around 54,000 2,800 users absolutely brilliant matrix now mind you guys these are brilliant matrix only in comparison to other blockchain protocol in comparison let's say to the fiat world this number is absolutely ridiculously low it definitely needs to be 20 or 30 times maybe even 50 times higher than what it is in order for us to confidently say that cryptocurrencies have gone mainstream now the second decentralized app on binance bnb chain is a protocol called as Venu protocol and its volume is 161.69 million dollars but if you look at the number of people using it or the number of people interacting with the decentralized app smart contract is 1510 users now the third one is really interesting guys it is PancakeSoft version 2 and mind you guys PancakeSoft version 2 used to be working on ethereum but it is currently now working only on binance bnb chain and if you look at it in terms of dollar amount value it is 86.78 million dollars in terms of number of users it is 79,920 users the fourth protocol guys is radiant and in terms of dollar value it is 42.35 million dollars in terms of the number of users it is 1,090 users and the fifth and final decentralized app working on binance bnb chain is a protocol called as level and in terms of dollar value it is 15.51 million dollars and the number of people interacting with decentralized app smart contract over a period of time is 71 now mind you guys when i mentioned 71 this could be 71 people using it or it is possible that there are 71 smart contracts and in the smart contracts there might be hundreds and even thousands of people actually going ahead and using it and in order to find out more information what i'd really recommend you to do is go to dapradar.com and you can definitely go ahead and sort it and play around with it as well now guys before we move to the king of all kings that is bitcoin let's quickly run through one of the protocol which at one point of time had the potential to be an ethereum killer and i very specifically remember guys i did attend the very first blockchain future summit and this was going back to 2016 or 2017 i believe and at that point of time hedera hashgraph did make a lot of news now mind you guys hedera hashgraph does not use blockchain protocol so in today's episode let me very briefly run through what hedera hashgraph is how does it work and some more intricate details now so far as the price of hedera hashgraph is concerned it is roughly at 0.0529 cents and the ticket symbol guys for hedera hashgraph or hedera is hbar so let me very briefly run through how does hedera hashgraph or hbar work and what is it that makes it special now hedera hashgraph guys is a distributed ledger technology also called as dlt that operates on a unique consensus algorithm called as hashgraph and the algorithm is designed to improve upon the limitations of traditional blockchain technology in terms of speed efficiency and security so mind you guys there are no blocks that are chained to the next block they use a different consensus mechanism called as gossip protocol so what hedera uses is hashgraph consensus and hedera hashgraph 
uses a consensus mechanism where computers in the network, often called as nodes, communicate and share information with each other and the communication forms a hash graph which is a record of all transactions and their sequence and this enables the network to achieve consensus on the order of timings of transactions ensuring that all participants agree on the state of ledger and one of the advantage that Hedera Hashgraph has is speed and efficiency and Hashgraph's unique gossip protocol enables rapid and efficient communication between nodes and this leads to faster transaction confirmation times and high throughput as well and transactions on Hedera Hashgraph can finalize in seconds as opposed to minutes let's say in Bitcoin blockchain and the network guys claims to support over 10,000 transactions per second definitely much higher than Bitcoin and definitely competing let's say with Visa and MasterCard as well and one of the features of Hedera Hashgraph guys is they claim that they have low fees and Hedera Hashgraph boasts low transaction fees with an average cost of around 0.0001 USD per transactions and this makes it more cost effective for microtransactions and other use cases and so far security is concerned guys they also focus on security and Byzantine fault tolerance and Hedera Hashgraph achieves a high level of security through a BFT tolerant consensus mechanism also called as Byzantine fault tolerance consensus mechanism this means guys that even if some nodes behave maliciously or fail the network can reach agreement on transactions and they also have smart contracts and services and Hedera offers services like tokenization smart contracts and decentralized file storage as well it provides developers with tools to create and manage tokens including fungible and non-fungible tokens as well write and execute smart contracts and store data in a secure and verifiable manner and look as if you're someone who's trying to build something in the metaverse i very specifically remember roughly around six months or so hedera hashgraph did have a partnership with outlier ventures and they're definitely open for funding your protocols in the metaverse now this point of time i'm not sure if you're kind of supposed to use hedera hashgraph in the metaverse but definitely go ahead and check it out now let me very briefly run through how does hedera hashgraph differ from blockchain technology so there are essentially six areas where hedera hashgraph differs from blockchain technology the first one guys is consensus mechanism the second one is speed and scalability third is finality the fourth one guys is security model the fifth one is efficiency and finally guys token utility so let me very briefly run through what it is because it's important to remember guys that while Hedera Hashgraph and traditional blockchain technologies are forms of distributed ledger they have significant differences in the underlying architecture and how they operate and so far as consensus mechanism is concerned Hedera Hashgraph uses consensus algorithm that focus on achieving fast and efficient agreement on transactions and traditional blockchain guys uses proof of work or in some cases proof of stake mechanism as well that can be slower and consume more energy the second area guys is speed and scalability which are very briefly touched base earlier on but Hedera's hashgraph can process thousands of transactions per second significantly surpassing many blockchains in terms of speed and scalability and this is crucial for applications that require high throughput and the next point guys which is very critical is that of finality and transactions on Hedera hashgraph can achieve finality within seconds meaning they are confirmed and cannot be reversed in some blockchains especially those using proof of work finality may take longer leading to potential delays and uncertainties now so far as bitcoin blockchain is concerned guys the finality is achieved roughly after six blocks which is roughly around an hour or so and the next point guys is about security model and Hedera's approach to security involves a rotating governing council and a unique form of proof of stake and this is distinct from security mechanism of most blockchains 
which may rely solely on proof of work or validators or proof of stake. As far as efficiency is concerned, guys, Hedera Hashgraph's Grasser protocol allows for more efficient communication between nodes, reducing the need for resource-intensive mining or validation process that traditional blockchains often require. And finally, guys, token utility. While both systems have native tokens, that is HBAR for Hedera and various cryptocurrencies for blockchain, it is important to note that HBAR has a dual role of power networking services in securing the network through staking, which can differ from the role of tokens in traditional blockchains. So essentially, guys, in summary, Hedera Hashgraph stands out for its novel consensus algorithm that is high speed and low fees and efficient communication between nodes. It also distinguishes itself from blockchain technology through its unique approach to consensus, security, and scalability. Now, all these things being said, guys, it's very critical to truly understand the basics of open blockchain that is open source, permissionless, censorship resistance, publicly verifiable, and neutral. Now, I really am not sure if the source code of Hedera is completely open source and they also have a patent. So, in order to go and use Hedera Hashgraph, you definitely need to understand that Hedera Hashgraph definitely is patented. And guys, listen, if you're someone who is in Dubai, go to meetup.com because Hedera Hashgraph, they often have a weekly meetup. And to be honest, the information that they provide is definitely brilliant. Now, let me very briefly run through who the founders of Hedera Hashgraph are. Now, Hedera Hashgraph has two founders, that is Dr. Lehman Bird and Mance Hammond. And Dr. Lehman Bird is credited as the investor of Hashgraph Distributed Consensus Algorithm and currently works as Hedera's chief scientist. And prior to finding Hedera Hashgraph, Dr. Bade accumulated more than a decade of experience in various computer science and security roles and previously worked as a senior researcher scientist at the Academy Center by Cyberspace Research. He also holds the position of co-founder of CTO of Swirls Inc. as well, a platform that actually focuses on building decentralized apps. On the other hand, guys, Mance Hammond is Hedera's CEO and an experienced technology executive and seasoned entrepreneur. And Harmon has around two decades of experience holding executive roles at prominent firms as well, many of which are IT security related industries. And like Dr. Lehman Bird, Mount Salmon also holds a second position at Swirls Inc. and is also the co-founder and CEO as well. So definitely cool project guys, but it's so critical to understand guys, what are the features of open blockchain and you also truly need to understand what is the blockchain trilemma problem that is decentralization or distributed how I like to call it, scalability and the most important thing guys is security as well. Now guys let's look at the king of all kings that is Bitcoin and to be honest guys the price of Bitcoin is not looking good. It is currently at $29,179 and I'm pretty much sure as in when we get more clarity regarding the US Department of Justice potentially going after Binance that news will significantly impact the price of Bitcoin and pretty much show other cryptocurrencies as well. And since the last 24 hours, Bitcoin is down by 2.58%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 0.73%. Ethereum gas is $1,839. Since the last 24 hours, it is down by 1.94%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 1.85%. Binance BNB coin is not looking good either. It is currently at $240. And since the last 24 hours, guys, it is down by 3.01%. And since the last 7 days, it is much the up by 0.28%. And I'm pretty much sure, guys, once we get more clarity, the price of Binance BNB coin might be impacted the most. And I do have this feeling that Ripple might definitely overtake Binance BNB coin, most likely by the end of this week as well. Now, guys, let's discuss some massive news. And that is regarding the US Department of Justice. They're aggressively planning to go after Binance BNB. Now at this point of time guys, I really am not sure if this news is legitimate or if it is just rumor. 
because the article is written only by Semaphore and unfortunately guys they have not provided any names and it looks like it's more of an opinion but this news has definitely impacted the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. So essentially the news guys that is circulating right now is that the US Department of Justice officials are considering fraudulent charges against cryptocurrency exchange Binance but the reason why they are not doing that is because they are concerned about the cost to consumers and listen guys the US Department of Justice is currently deliberating about whether to bring fraudulent charges against Binance which as we know is a prominent cryptocurrency exchange and the focus of these potential charges is related to alleged fraudulent activities carried out by Binance and these activities could range from violation of anti-money laundering and KYC that is know your customer regulations to other forms of financial misconduct. However guys the Department of Justice is facing a significant dilemma and they are apprehensive about the potential consequences of indicting Binance on the broader cryptocurrency ecosystem and the market as a whole. Now could that be the reason why they are not doing it and is that the reason why they are not doing it? To be honest guys I really am not sure. Now one thing to note is that they are particularly concerned that an incident could actually trigger a run on Binance something similar to what occurred in FTX and something similar to what happened in Terra Luna as well and as you know guys FTX cryptocurrency platform faced similar financial troubles. In the case of FTX a run on the exchange led to its bankruptcy causing customers to lose their funds and creating panic with the cryptocurrency market. Now federal prosecutors are actively weighing various options to address this challenge while charging Binance with fraud is a primary consideration they are also exploring alternative courses of action. Now these alternatives could include imposing substantial fines on the exchange or entering into default or non-prosecution agreements and these agreements would actually require Binance to acknowledge and rectify any wrongdoing without facing immediate criminal charges. Now based on the article cards looks like the goal here is to strike a balance between holding Binance accountable for its alleged criminal activities or behavior and minimizing potential harm to consumers in the broader cryptocurrency market. Now the ongoing debate reflects the complex and rapidly evolving nature of cryptocurrency enforcement and regulations in the United States and cryptocurrency firms cars as we know often operate in a legal grey area due to the lack of clarity of clear regulatory frameworks and consumers do not benefit from the same level of protection as they do in traditional banking sector. So it's going to be really critical to see as and when we get some information regarding news about US Department of Justice's action against Binance. The US regulatory landscape guards for cryptocurrencies remain uncertain and this situation highlights the challenges that authorities face in addressing potential wrongdoing while safeguarding the interests of consumers and the stability of the market. And as of now guys, both the US Department of Justice and Binance have chosen not to provide any official comments or statements on this matter. And look guys, this news could significantly drop the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Now guys, let's discuss second news and that is to do with Litecoin and the news is that Litecoin has completed its third block reward halving, now cutting the reward to 6.25 LTC a Litecoin and on August 2nd, 2023, Litecoin blockchain documented its third block reward halving. And guys, Litecoin's first halving did actually take place on the 25th of August, going back to 2015 at block height number 840,000. Now, if you do want to read through the actual numbers, Bitcoin.com has provided a brilliant explanation. And the second halving did actually take place on the 5th of August on 2019 at block number 1,680,000. And the most recent reward having happened at block height number 2,520,000 and this has reduced the reward from 12.5 Litecoin 
to 6.25 Litecoin and prior to this halving guys, Litecoin miners generated 7,200 new Litecoin units each day and that has now fallen to 3,600. Now could it be possible guys that because of the reduction in halving, the prices of Litecoin increases? Only time will tell. Now here's the interesting bit guys, Charlie Lee who's the founder of Litecoin did actually mention a really funny tweet and what he actually mentioned was the discrepancy in when the halving would actually occur and he did actually mention it in a really funny way and he also did actually go live via Twitter space to share his thoughts and opinions on the Bitcoin reward halving. So definitely, definitely positive news particularly for miners and I'm pretty much sure they're hoping that the price of LTC and Litecoin definitely pumps up at least temporarily. Now guys let's discuss some news regarding Amazon and Amazon Prime is giving out free NFTs and Decrypt is actually reporting that Prime subscribers can now snag a free Polygon NFT and in-game currency for Mojo Melee and I'm pretty much sure there's going to be more freebies in the near future. Now the pack includes one NFT for champion character called as Gwen Rock Hopper as well as 8850 which is essentially a non-triple in-game currency. So definitely read through the article if you're into gaming and if you do have an Amazon Prime account and according to Mojo developer Mystic News, the character is offered as an NFT right off the gate whereas Mojo Melee's in-game progression systems typically requires players to hit a certain character level before they can mint champions as NFTs. And mind you guys, it is a special offer as part of the Amazon partnership. So definitely go ahead and check it out if you're into gaming and if you're into Amazon Prime. And as part of the NFT, the first free offer includes Gwen Rock Hopper Digital Collectible in 850 OR or ORE. And the article is published via Decrypt which actually states that the Amazon deal is set to last for 6 months and includes additional monthly drops of free in-game NFTs and other content as well providing ongoing opportunities for Prime subscribers to check out the game and have a potential advantage over non-subscribers. So definitely an interesting partnership. Now guys let's discuss some partnership and this is between two giants that is Consensus and Cointelegraph and the news is that Consensus startup program has partnered with Cointelegraph Accelerator and because of this partnership guys Cointelegraph Accelerator participants will get a head start with Consensus WebG solutions including Metamask, Infura and Linear ZK EVM or Ethereum Virtual Machine or Zero Knowledge Proof Ethereum Virtual Machine and what I really recommend you to do is guys if you're a startup definitely check it out because in this news will definitely help you to transition from Web2 to Web3.0 and in this transition from Web2 to 3.0 Consensus, a blockchain and Web3 software company, has launched a startup program to support early stage ventures in Web3 space and they aim to assist these startups in developing applications, deploying financial infrastructures and connecting with decentralized networks as well. And guys, one of Consensus' well-known tool is Metamask which is a popular self-custody wallet as well and I'm pretty much sure everyone knows about it right now. And guys, in June of 2023, Consensus did actually partner with Cointelegraph which is a prominent media outlet in the crypto space and I tend to use it at least 3-4 to four times in a day in order to do my preparatory work for my podcast and they did this partnership in order to enhance the support for these startups and this partnership combines consensus software infrastructure with Cointelegraph's media reach to provide a suite for tools for blockchain startups development and success. And guys listen, startups joining consensus program gain access to various proprietary software products, technical consulting, learning services and potential investment opportunities as well and Cointelegraph's accelerator on the other hand focuses on boosting the visibility of these startups through strategic media campaigns, marketing strategy development and access to investors and tech providers and the partnership between Consensus and Cointelegraph 
offer startup or comprehensive package covering essential areas such as technology infrastructure, media exposure, consulting marketing, funding access, learning and quite a lot more and participants guys in both programs receive first track access to each other's offerings and joint educational products, workshop and special terms of partner services and infrastructure and to be honest guys the partnership between consensus and cointelegraph provides a robust support system for web3 startups offering a wide range of resources and expertise to drive innovation and success in the evolving web3 landscape so what i'd really recommend you to do is guys if you're a startup definitely definitely check it out so those were the news guys from crypto and coffee date from blockchain dxp now let's discuss two news from dubai ue and the middle east and both the news guys are regarding an events that i'm conducting on the 31st of august and the first event guys is called as metaverse the high reality and new world order so in today's episode let me very briefly run through what is it that you can expect at that event and to be honest guys i tend to do this session every month and the goal is simply to educate the people in metaverse that we go and discuss the hype regarding metaverse understanding the impact of metaverse and the impact on other industries as well and listen guys ever since facebook changed its name from facebook to meta what i noticed is why linkedin people became experts on metaverse overnight and ever since chat gpt kicked in everyone became experts in chat gpt and artificial intelligence so in the session that takes place on the 31st of august we'll go and discuss the institutions and companies joining on board in metaverse we'll also go and explore the reality versus expectation and we'll go and discuss the hardware and software limitations we'll also go and discuss the real life use cases of metaverse and finally guys we're also going to be discussing the new world order and mandy guys joe biden did actually mention in one of the press conference that we are entering into a new world order and could it be possible that metaverse plays a significant role in the metaverse and will the u.s have a competitive edge in the metaverse and we'll also go and discuss the steps countries are taking in order to be an early adopter in the metaverse so essentially guys the session that takes place on the 31st of august it takes place between 11 a.m to 12 30 p.m gulf standard time it is completely free of course and the session is broken down into three parts in the first part we discuss the history of metaverse we discuss the timeline of metaverse we also go and discuss what the heck is metaverse we'll go and discuss the hype about metaverse and the hardware and software solutions in the metaverse and one company that i very specifically mentioned guys in my very first episode that i released in metaverse everything was nvidia and nvidia at this point of time is on the verge of becoming a one trillion dollar company so if you're someone who's looking at hardware and software you definitely need to go ahead and check what nvidia is doing and to be honest guys if you actually subscribe to the newsletter they tend to have quite a lot of sessions most of them are completely free of cost and they talk about metaverse and how the hardware has actually helped the metaverse industry and then second part guys which is one of my favorite we go ahead and discuss areas where metaverse merges with the physical world and to be honest guys we'll go ahead and explore if blockchain technology is the right mix in the metaverse and do we actually require blockchain technology and do we actually require cryptocurrencies in the metaverse or will there be alternative forms of payment or medium of exchange such as let's say central bank digital currencies or bitcoin lightning network which will be an ideal fit in the metaverse we'll also go and discuss the news and events surrounding metaverse and in the second part guys we also go and discuss the limitations of blockchain technology and we also go and explore the use case of nfts in the metaverse now imagine guys having an nft in the form of an avatar and if that avatar is connected to chat gpt gpt4 and auto gpt that will be an actual game changer and you require innovations such as this in the metaverse in order to go mainstream and finally guys in part c 
record and discuss Dubai Metaverse strategy. And guys, I do have a standalone episode which is released about Dubai Metaverse strategy. So please feel free to go and check it out because in that episode, I clearly went on and explained what to shake Hamdan's vision so far as Metaverse is concerned. And to be honest guys, one of his vision is for Dubai to be the top 10 city in the world so far as Metaverse is concerned. And I got into our more bits and pieces of information regarding the Dubai Metaverse Assembly, networking events and quite a lot more. And the session that takes place on the 31st, we'll also go ahead and discuss the legal governing bodies and quite a lot more. And guys, if you do want to find out more information regarding Metaverse, DIFC recently has quite a lot of news regarding the Metaverse industry as well. So please feel free to check it out. So you can have a look at the DIFC website. You can also have a look at the Dubai Future Foundation website and the Dubai Future Accelerator website as well. So I'll be covering quite a lot of those guys on the session on the 31st of August and the session takes place between 11am to 12.30pm Gulf Standard Time and the registration link is in the show notes below. Alternatively, you can drop me an email to info.blockchaindxb.com or guys, you can also go to eventbrite.com and just search for blockchaindxb.com. Now guys, let's discuss the second event and that is to do with Pestle R Analysis on Bitcoin and as I mentioned earlier guys, Pestle R Analysis, the acronym stands for P for political, E for economical, S for social, T for technological, L for legal, E for environmental, and R for religious. Now we're going ahead and doing an analysis on Bitcoin, and you can do personal analysis. Let's say for stable coins, for metaverse, for any project, for any protocol, and any other industry as well. And if you've done your masters or MBA, guys, you know how important personal analysis is. It is essentially a tool. To gain a macro level picture of an industry or a project and it allows us to form an impression of the factors that might impact a new industry or an old business model as well. So the session on the 31st we break down elements of Bitcoin at a macro level to better understand its impact and vice versa. So let me very briefly run through what is it that you can expect on the session on the 31st of August. Now so far as political factors is concerned guys we'll go ahead and ask this very basic question is Bitcoin apolitical? Now mind you guys, Bitcoin started as a moment to a separation of money and the state. Now when will that happen? I really am not sure because to be honest guys, politics and politicians do have a very strong impact on the trajectory and the direction of Bitcoin and something which I mention quite often is right-wing ideologies and right-wing politicians are definitely in favor of Bitcoin, are definitely in favor of open source, are definitely in favor of freedom of speech as well. Left-wing ideologies are definitely not in favor of Bitcoin, they're definitely not in fear of open source, definitely not in fear of freedom of speech, and left-wing ideologies are definitely in favor of central bank digital currencies as well. Now, so far as economical factors is concerned, guys, we'll answer this basic question. Is Bitcoin the biggest global wealth redistribution? We'll try to look at the numbers in terms of how many millionaires or maybe billionaires were made purely out of Bitcoin, and we'll also go ahead and discuss. Can Bitcoin change the dynamics of money? We'll also go ahead and discuss inflation, exchange rates, quite a lot of other. Now regarding social factors of concern, we'll go ahead and look at the impact of social media and Bitcoin's impact on society as well. We'll go ahead and look at Bitcoin's usage in first world countries versus underdeveloped countries. And are millennials the one who are using Bitcoin? Or are there boomers who are using Bitcoin? And to be honest guys, the answer might be a bit surprising. So we'll go ahead and explore that in detail on the session on the 31st of August. Now so far as technological factors are concerned, we'll go ahead and discuss the user experience in Bitcoin. We'll also go ahead and discuss the different forks of Bitcoin and we'll go ahead and explore the Taproot and Snow signature which was one of the latest updates on Bitcoin. 
Thus, because of Taproot's raw signature, you also have the ability to have NFTs on Bitcoin blockchain. And recently, we have seen a significant rise on ordinal inscriptions on Bitcoin. So we'll go ahead and discuss all this in detail. Now, mind you guys, this information will be absolutely easy to understand. You do not require any technical expertise whatsoever. Even a five-year-old can understand. I'll try to make it that easy. And regarding technological factors, we'll also touch base on economies of scale, particularly for mining industries as well. Now, so far as legal factors are concerned, we'll answer this basic question. Is Bitcoin legal? Where does governance fit in? Where does regulations and legislations fit in? And what can governments do in order to support innovation around Bitcoin adoption? And we'll also touch base on El Salvador's move on making Bitcoin a legal tender. And finally, guys, regarding environmental factors, we'll go ahead and discuss Bitcoin mining energy consumption. And we'll go ahead and discuss the ESG concern regarding Bitcoin mining as well. And we'll also go ahead and discuss the past, the current and the future state of environmental impact on Bitcoin and vice versa. And finally, guys, regarding religious factors, we'll go ahead and discuss if Bitcoin is Sharia compliant and what are the religious factors and commonality in Bitcoin. Now is Bitcoin seen in the Middle East and quite a lot more. And guys, this session is completely free of course. You do not require absolutely any technical expertise. And the session actually takes place on the 31st of August between 2 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Gulf Standard Time. So you can register it via the link below or also go to evenbright.com or even drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com. So those are the news guys from Crypto and Coffee Date from Blockchain DXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com and also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5-star rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and metaverse. So let's get started with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain DXP. You listen to the Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. I have a question by Bino who asks Are you planning to have a session on Cardano or other blockchain protocols as well? To be honest, Bino, that is an absolutely brilliant question. And to be honest, at this point of time, I really am not sure, but it definitely sounds like a great idea. What I'm struggling with right now, so far as time is concerned, is the editing of my podcast. Once I hire someone to do the editing, I'll definitely be open to the idea of, let's say, having sessions on Cardano, another blockchain protocol as well. Now, that thing being said, Bino, I do have a beginner level series on Bitcoin and I tend to do it on Ethereum as well. But one of my focus right now is to have a session on stablecoins because, to be honest, one trend which I've been observing, particularly since the last year or so, there's massive news regarding stablecoins that is actually having a majority of the impact and to be honest, new surrounding stablecoins directly or indirectly impacts at least 80% to 90% of the cryptocurrency market volume. So what I plan to do next is maybe have a session on stablecoins. But to answer your question, yes, I do actually think I might have a session on Cardano, maybe another blockchain protocol as well. And if you know someone or if you do want to participate or help me in any form, definitely go ahead and drop me an email to info blockchaindxp.com but definitely a brilliant idea. And apart from stablecoins, the next agenda that I'm currently focusing on is central bank digital currency. And like I do metaverse-related events, 
And like I do best love analysis on Bitcoin, I do want to have a session. I actually do a session on central bank digital currency every month as well. So next week I'll go ahead and announce a date where I'll go ahead and discuss central bank digital currency. And the topic of that demo actually is central bank digital currencies, the basics, understanding the basics, the threats to freedom and its role in the metaverse. So definitely important question. But to answer your question, yes, I definitely would like to do more sessions on other blockchain protocols as well. But at this point of time, I do require some kind of assistance, maybe doing the editing work for my podcast so I can focus on providing more quality content and events regarding blockchain protocols. But definitely be in question. So that's about all, guys, from the Ask Me Everything series in Blockchain DXP. And in case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com. Check out my website, www.blockchaindxp.com. And also check out my website, area2071.com, that talks everything about metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a five-star rating and share the word across. And guys, remember, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m., we have Krypton Coffee Date, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. And other series of episodes on the Krypton Coffee Date works, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the powers of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well. News that has an impact on the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE, and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. So thanks so much for listening, guys, and have a nice one. Bye bye.